We are back, Mavs Nation, with episode two of the Triple Threat Podcast, a Mavs Fanatic production. I'm Trevor Pill, along with Garrett Robertson and who we like to call the president of operations here at Mavs Fanatic, Mr. Ryan Wilson. How's today treating you, Ryan? It's going good, guys. Excited for uh, for the weekend. Saturday can't come fast enough. What's going on, Garrett? How's the uh, college work? Everything treating you, man? Uh, it's a blur, but it's the best blur of my life so far. That's great. Well, well, now the dust is settled and you know that the six-seeded Dallas Mavericks will face the three-seeded Oklahoma City Thunder, a team that swept the Mavericks in the regular season, 4-0. Uh, we'll get to that first, but uh, you know, Ryan Garrett, when I say OKC, this matchup between Dallas and OKC, what kind of comes to mind first, Garrett? Uh, superstardom. They're basically running their entire team off of two superstars who... We're not entirely sure can work just yet with Westbrook being the alpha the majority of the time and KD trying to come in and steal a little bit of food and then Russell saying, no, you can't take any. Um, Also for me, though, I feel like if there's any team in the Western Conference at a higher seed that could just completely fall on their face, it feels like to me it's the thunder. I mean, chemistry-wise, they've showed at times it's uh, it's not really there. Uh, Coaching-wise, it's a young coach. He can crumble. It's just going to be – I don't know. I just like – I like the feeling that if the Mavs get under their skin, they could crumble. They could fall on their face. How do you feel about this, Ryan? You actually like this matchup. You figured this was the, the best matchup for the Mavericks. You know, yeah, looking at it, I think this is the best matchup that they could have possibly had. You know, and, and to touch on what uh, Garrett just said, you know, it's interesting to see kind of how Durant and Westbrook play together. I mean, a lot of people, they look at Durant as one of the top players in the NBA, but in my opinion, their best player is Russell Westbrook. Uh, he's he's so versatile. I mean, he, he does it all, truthfully. Um, so if the Mavericks can find a way to somewhat limit that, uh, you know, maybe they, as Garrett said, get under their skin a little bit, maybe steal, uh, you know, one of the first two games, just something, things could get interesting. And you got to like your matchup with Rick Carlisle, you know, over uh, Billy Donovan. Yeah, that's that's what I believe. If I, I want to ask you two, the the biggest advantage or the only advantage the Mavericks might have, if you say, um, I believe, is at the uh, the coaching position. You know, Billy Donovan is in his first season as an NBA coach. Um, do give him credit; he did win 55 games. Only two other coaches have done that, in Tom Thibodeau and Steve Kerr. But Rick Carlisle is going in his 116th NBA playoff game against a coach who led the Florida Gators to national championship. So. We do have the superior coach, and I believe that's our biggest advantage. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that, uh, Trevor. Um, you know, I, I get down on Carlisle sometimes with the way he, he handles things, especially with the young guns. But what he's done over here you know, in the last couple of weeks has been phenomenal, and it's just a reminder of how good of a coach he is. Yeah, for me, just building off of uh, what Ryan said there, Carlisle is love-hate relationship sometimes, especially with the young guys, uh, no doubt. But – He's a grinder. Like, he'll find the smallest weakness in a team. He'll expose it in the playoffs. I mean, it's not too long ago the Mavs took the Spurs to seven games. And uh, I feel like a lot of that series had to do with Carlisle really emphasizing certain points that he saw in the Spurs. Um, That definitely helped him with, like, it definitely helped him through that series. But I really like how the Mavs are going to have that advantage in the coaching position. I mean, he's he's kind of a veteran here in the playoffs. A good one, that is. Do you see any other advantages that the Mavericks might have against OKC? You know, on paper, I mean, I think they're deeper. You know, I, I mm-hmm. think that, but again, that comes down to, 
you know, can uh, Deion Waiters, can he step up for the Thunder? You know, how good is Cantor going to be off the bench? And they have a lot of question marks where I think, you know, and maybe this is me being a homer in this regard, but I watch them night in and night out. I mean, they have guys that can come and provide, you know, options off the bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's one of the few areas. But then again, in the playoffs, you know, the rotations get smaller, as I mentioned the other night. Um, so it'd be interesting to see who all gets the, you know, the PT. Whenever I think of Oklahoma City Thunder right now, currently, what I think of is Russell Westbrook. I mean, the guy tied Magic Johnson with triple doubles in a season. Who's going to slow this guy down? Yeah, I touched on it the other night. He's, I said he was basically a freight train that really can't be stopped. But if somebody's going to guard up to him, I really wish it would be Wes Matthews. Um, he's not your quintessential ball stopper at times. He's not going to pick up the best guy and shut him down the entire game. But he's a physical body, and he's not afraid of a challenge. And he'll he'll step up to the plate. I have, I have faith in him, no doubt. Yeah, I mean – if we can bring Charlie V in to get under Westbrook's skin a couple more times, you know, uh, that, that's one option. Um, you know, but in all seriousness, I mean, if you take that game out where he was ejected early, I mean, I was looking earlier today, he averaged 23 points, 10 assists, and almost seven rebounds per game against the Mavericks and those other three. I mean, it's just, you know, on paper, is just the stats just kind of jump out at you. Uh, but yeah, like Garrett said, you know, it's got to be Wesley Matthews, and I think this is where they're going to really miss Chandler Parsons. Because unfortunately, you got to pick your poison. You know, if you're going to have Matthews guarding Westbrook, then who's going to guard Durant? And, and in the earlier matchups, while Durant does get his points, Parsons did cause Durant some issues, and I think that's where he will be missed. Another thing about Wesley Matthews guarding Russell, which we all think it's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that takes away from his offensive game. Uh, maybe he's down. Maybe he's. Uh, down energy-wise, that is, and a little beat up from here and there because Russell's going to drive on him. Russell's not going to settle for jump shots. He's going to take him to the basket. Just going to be interesting to see if the Mavs offense, particularly Wesley Matthews' offense, uh, stays the same or dips. If the defense can pick up the intensity, I'm fine with um, you know Wesley Matthews not being able to contribute a lot of points because it's kind of like earlier in the season when Dirk reeled off you know, nine, ten straight point uh, games with 20-plus points, and we're still losing because we had no defense. But if Wesley Matthews, if he's tired because he's locking down, I mean, locking down Russell Westbrook, then I'm cool with that because we can find that that points from some other players, which I think will be beneficial. I just think it's going to be defense is, is going to be our main key um, coming into this game. We can find a way to score points. It's just a matter of time what defense is going to show up. The defense that, you know, just – railed us and dropped us three games below 500 or the defense that showed up for a six game win streak for us you know before we start talking about any other things just think you know we played them four times this season uh two of those games we lost by three points one of them you know the other two pretty much got blown out but one of those games also we rested all five of our starters so it it didn't really matter that's when the Mavericks lost 108 to 89 so going back to Ryan's point I do believe this will be one of the uh, the better matchups here in the West and one that I think the Mavericks can steal because this team is beatable. Yeah, I would agree. 100% agree. 100%. Most people kind of ask, like, what player needs to step up, but I don't think there's really just a single player for the Mavericks, and you two can chime in on it. I think this team as a whole needs to play basketball and be a basketball team. What do you think, Garrett? I mean, the Mavericks are taking on the Thunder, and the Thunder are – strictly, you know, they're going to give it to their stars. Well, Dirk's not what he used to be. You know, you used to be able to throw it to him and he'd really take care of the offense. But 
now it really is going to have to take a team effort on both ends of the floor. I'm not just you can't take plays off on offense or defense. You got to get a good look every time. There's no uh, 18 seconds left trailer jump shot or something like that. It's really going to take uh, 48 minutes of five guys on the floor playing as one uh, for really playing to in the same with the same mindset with the same goal in mind. Now let's say this, Ryan. If we take out Dirk and Wesley Matthews because those two are, are going to be big for us no matter what. Uh, what player would you like to see take their game to that next level and that needs to be brought in the playoffs? Oh man, I you know I was thinking about this you know the other day. You know I could bring out names like David Lee. I could you know say Berea. The guy who really stands out to me, and I, I think he really changes things when he's performing at a high level, is Darren Williams. Mm-hmm. I, I think you know even watching against the Utah Jazz the other night. You know, if he's if he's able to hit that little mid-range jumper, stretch it out to the you know the perimeter, um, he's able to open up the ability to attack the basket and then open up free shots for guys like you know um, Berea and and Wesley Matthews and even Dirk. I mean, I think he just opens things up, and he's had rough moments with the Mavericks during this year, and he's had some really good moments. I think if if he could be that third main guy, you know, again, I mean, Dirk. Wesley Matthews and Darren Williams with with the rest of your with the rest of your guys out there, I think they got a shot. Uh, I'm looking here at Devin Harris. I think he could be really important, especially on defense. Uh, he's arguably the best guard defender uh, next to De- uh, Wesley Matthews, if not better in some people's eyes. But I really want to see he's really good in transition by passing or scoring. He always finds a good look uh, in the fast break. And I think if Devin Harris is pushing the fast break, finding good shots for other people and himself, it's a really good sign for the Mavs because you're forcing turnovers, you're forcing bad shots, one of the two, and you're getting really good looks. If they're not going in, they're not going in, but you're still getting really good looks. And I think that could all be birthed, really, and started by Devin Harris on defense. I really would like to see David Lee. David Lee is a guy that I think brings um, some more of that leadership to this team and um, barring his, you know, his foot, as long as his foot's all right. But I think he's the type of player that really wants to fight through that. Um, he knows how much the playoffs mean. He knows what the playoffs mean to to Dirk Nowinski. I mean, this is the second oldest team in the NBA. So when you think about that, uh, you'd want to say the only oldest team there is is the San Antonio Spurs. So uh, the Mavericks got players that have have been in this situation. You know, a couple rookies that haven't, but I think they they got that leadership that pushes a lot of these players. Um, that are gonna, I think they'll play at a high altitude um, come the playoffs because, like we said, the the playoffs are a, a whole new breed. It's a it's a new series. It's a new season. Everybody is O and O right now. Um, so it's really gonna rely on these players to uh, make that push. Which um, I'm excited to see Dirk versus Durant. I mean, it's just like Dirk against Duncan. Um, I remember Dirk Nowinski said back in 2012 that Durant is at another a better level than he was at his age. So these two superstars, I mean, what do you expect to see from the both of these guys, Garrett? I think both these guys love the spotlight. Um, whenever things are rolling good for them, they get to this certain level, this next level, that we only see the best of the best players in the NBA now and in the past. I mean, we're talking about Kevin Durant, who's 6'10", and can shoot from three and can still drive on you. And we're talking about Dirk Nowitzki, who has been – Called as, you know, having one of the most un, uh, what's the word here? You can't defend shot, undefendable. I don't know how to say it. But I mean, these guys are offensive superstars. They can score from wherever. It's, it's gonna be great. I really hope there's gonna be a certain 
point in one of the games of the series where it's basically Kevin Durant versus Dirk Nowitzki. Uh, I can do what you can do, and I can do it even better type of deal. Yeah, I mean, I expect Durant to get his. You know, he's hungry. He has a stud next to him in Westbrook. Um, you know, Dirk, he only has a few more less and or a few more years left, and, you know, the playoffs are never a guarantee. So you can't go wrong with Dirk versus Durant. I mean, in the post against each other, I mean, it's it's – it's phenomenal stuff, and it's it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I definitely can't wait to see these two guys. And I, I like what you're talking about, Garrett. I, I really – I can't wait to see where it's just a back-and-forth motion, Durant hitting a three, Dirk and Whiskey coming down hitting his, his classic jumper. I, I just look forward to seeing that. I just wonder if, you know, how every – it seems like all, always in the playoffs that Westbrook really hinders Durant by taking 45 shots a game. I think the biggest defender for Dallas is really just going to be Russell Westbrook kind of – slowing down his team when he starts getting in that groove of missing shot after shot and he's a guy that takes it to the hole kind of wildly and he can miss those those easy layups and I think it 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 seems like every playoffs or something where they're these guys are talking about how uh, Westbrook's taking too many shots he he needs to give the ball to Durant some I think that's the only thing that might hinder this matchup but it's going to be a classic one it's going to be a great one I'm looking forward to seeing that one I'm also looking to see kind of this has almost turned into a rivalry. Maybe you could say going back with J.J. Brea and how you touched on with Charlie V getting ejected, putting his hand on Russell Westbrook's throat. Um, do you think this has turned into a, a rivalry, Ryan? Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, you look back at the history between these two teams. The Mavericks took out the Thunder back in the in the Western Conference Finals back in 2011, the year they won it all, uh, which I'm sure was devastating for Durant and Westbrook and those guys. So. You know, it's clear that even though you know the Thunder have had their way over the last few few years with the Mavericks, um, you know these teams play each other tough, and they don't like each other. It doesn't seem um, so. It makes it fun for the fans to watch, and it's going to be a hard fought series. I, I don't expect, you know, I don't expect this to be a, a blowout series by by no stretch of the imagination. I think it's going to be a hard fought uh, series, and I think the games will be close. And you know, as fans, we'll all be on the edge of our seat, and uh, it's just going to be that kind of series. Well, J.J. Barea did say that um, about this series that he, he thinks that the Oklahoma City Thunder like him. Uh, you think they like him, Garrett? <laughs> oh, they definitely love him. I mean, <laughs> going back to the, the rivalry thing, I mean, it's Oklahoma versus Texas. That, that's been a rivalry since Wagon Wheel wasn't just a song, you know? Yeah. That's been a rivalry for a long time. But just to kind of go off of what Ryan said there at the end, it's going to be close. Every game is going to be tooth and nail coming down to the wire. I mean – Believe it or not, the Mavs don't want to take a lot of crap from Russell Westbrook, and Russell Westbrook doesn't want to take a lot of crap from the Mavs. Both these teams are tough. Both these teams are chippy. And uh, whenever you get two people with hot heads in the same room, uh, they tend to butt them. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be the best series in the West. Um, I think it's going to have all the eyes in the ear, especially um, I think the Mavericks, like you say, can still uh, maybe a game out of these first two. I mean, that's what I'm predicting. that It's going to be one and one coming back to Texas. You know, it could go downhill from there, but I believe they're going to steal a game in the Chesapeake Arena, and people are going to be like, "Are the Mavericks the real deal?" Um, so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Each one of you, just I'll start with you, Ryan. What do, you, what are your predictions on these first two games? Yeah, I mean, I, I like your thought on that. Um, I mean, that's just going to have to happen, right? I mean, yeah. there's no way the Mavericks come back to Dallas down 0-2. They're not going to be, they're not going to be able to win that series. So they got to find a way to steal one of these first two. In my imagination, I think it would be game one. 
um, you know, come out and, and, you know, kind of hit them in the mouth and uh, see if they can handle it. Um, but, I mean, looking at it, yeah, I'm with you. I think they could pull off something like that. Um, but we'll just have to see what happens. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a chess match. And, like I said, I mean, who better to play chess than Rick Carlisle against Billy Donovan? I mean, you got to like those chances. I mean, I want them to come out and beat them. The Mavs, that is. I want them to come out in the first game and beat them. I don't know if they will. I don't. It's going to be really hard to get a win in Chesapeake Arena. I think we'll come back 0-2 to Dallas, but I think we'll take care of our home floor. I think it'll be 2-2-2. Two two and two. And for me, I think Rick Carlisle's worth – he's worth two wins in this series, right? Yeah. I mean, he should be able to make the lineups to where the Mavs have the advantage at times, uh, draw up plays near the end of the game that Billy Donovan uh, just can't comprehend in a way. I really like the match the matchups for the coaches. I really think Carlisle is going to will this team to a few wins, and I wouldn't be surprised if this goes to six or seven, to be honest. I had a couple questions. I had one big question that I had about three or four people um, tweet tweet at us at the Mass Fanatic, but they a lot of people kind of wonder and want to know. And Garrett, you can chime in on it first. But who do you think the Mavericks are going to start at the five position? Oh, I think Saul is going to get the start. He's seen the most time throughout the season there uh i think he'll have a quick he'll have a short leash though if something goes a little bit south for sala i think they'll throw in david lee barring his foot isn't uh completely screwed up but um i think we'll see sala Missouri and i'll i'll tweet out a quick meme that i have whenever he starts of uh, sala's picture in a salad because i think that's a good meme yeah, um, to touch on what Garrett said, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking it's going to be Salah. Um, now, that's me going with, uh, you know, kind of how it's been the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. here and, and the confidence that Carlisle's, you know, gained in him. But if that is the case, like Garrett said, it's going to be extremely short leash. And, you know, it looks as if David Lee, uh, from what it sounds like, is highly questionable for game one. So I think then you got to obviously lean towards, you know, Zaza. I just worry about his size and, and being able to bang with, you know, Steven Adams and Ibaka and those guys. So I think you don't have any other choice but to go with Salah to start. Yeah, I totally agree. I think the versatility of him getting down the court a little quicker. It's going to be a fast-paced game. It's going to – or series. It's going to go up and down. And uh, I, I look forward to seeing how the transition of the Dallas Mavericks, whether they make a basket or miss, is going to work. I hope they can um, get that fine-tuned on getting back down the court. I think it's going to be a great series. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Do you, either one of you, uh, Ron, do you have any final thoughts about this series? Yeah, I mean, I'm just excited for it. Uh, you know, Saturday, like I said, really can't come fast enough. Um, just a little shout out. You know, we did go ahead and do a roundtable discussion with some of our Mastermind staff writers uh, today. So everybody that's listening, make sure you check it out on Mastermind.com. Uh, give us your thoughts. Let us know what you think and your predictions. And uh, any questions you have, we'll be, we'll be happy to answer those as well. There's 14 teams that don't make the playoffs each year. Uh, there's a lot of those teams who haven't made it in a long time. So it's really just kind of like enjoying this series. We're playing Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. Those are two uh, from 20 years from now. People will look back and say those guys were absolutely animals in that era. Um, but I like our, I like the chances because I think the Mavs are a chippy team. I think that at this point in the season, if you're if you have experience, if you're tough, and if you're coming in a little hot, although the Mavs did lose to the Spurs last night, um, I just think I just think there's a lot of things that could go right for the Mavs this series. The Mavericks went two and fourteen against the top four teams in the West. Um, good thing now the playoffs have started. They're back to zero and zero, and it all begins on Saturday. 
against the Oklahoma City Thunder in Oklahoma City. I'm looking forward to this matchup. I cannot wait till Saturday and then come Monday. We look forward to getting back to you after game two of this series. That is going to wrap things up here. We thank all our listeners and readers at MassFanatics.com. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Also, don't hesitate to slide in our DMs with topics, questions, and beliefs you weren't heard here on the Triple Threat. Until next time, we'll podcast you later. Shut it down!